Okay, guys, it is time to nerd out. And for those of you who did not like English in school, I still want you to listen to this episode because it is going to be very informative. And for those of you who don't know, I actually used to teach English for a few years. Uh, I minored in English in college because I thought it was going to be easy. Turned out it really wasn't, but I got through it. But I've always loved reading and writing and nerding out, even during like spelling bee competitions. So it was only right for me to do an episode on language and the origin of where most of our language comes from, because the more that I start to learn and the more that I realize that words are magic, they can cast spells upon your life. That is, if you follow me on social media, you know that I always talk about the power of words and be careful of what you speak and watch what you say because you can bring that energy to your life, especially if you speak negatively about yourself or about people. I do believe that you can then have that manifest within your own self and your own life. And people wonder why they can't get out of the situations that they do, but then you don't even realize the stuff that you say every single day is contributing to it. So I'm always careful about what I say. Even the songs that I sing, you know, I was listening to a song the other day and it was an old like 2000s song and I was really into like emo rock, alternative rock type stuff. And they were talking about suicide and I was singing along to it, but then I stopped because then I was like, no, I'm not going to sing that because (laughs) there's just, I don't know, it just brings negative energy to me. So the power of words, watch what you say and the origin of where everything comes from. A spoken word has sound, frequency, and vibration, and it gives power, again, to affect how energy manifests itself into physicality. Hence, the Bible says, in the beginning was the word. So anything that God spoke, it happened. The language system, which is a system that uses symbols, signs, and sounds to convey thoughts and emotions, is made of words because words, again, have magic powers and are great for enlightening us, disempowering us, or deceiving us. One of the reasons that words can easily deceive us is that they can be misinterpreted and misunderstood. Now, that is just something that's common sense, especially if you're texting someone and they read something wrong or they don't know your tone or whatever, that can again lead to something that is blown out of proportion. Words with many different definitions are often used by judges and attorneys to trick you to temporarily surrendering your natural rights, which are your God-given rights. And this is why I harp so much on teaching your children how to read and not just reading, but actual comprehension And why I get so frustrated with our schools because they just pass kids along without knowing the basic fundamentals of a life, or at least this life. Reading and writing is like the most important because, again, people can take advantage of you if you don't know how to read or write, and especially if you don't know the words that you are saying. Because a lot of times people just repeat things and they have no idea what they're talking about. So again, this is why it's important for you to learn how to decipher words and really pay attention to their actual definitions. Now, keep in mind that one of the origins of word language is the Latin word lingua, meaning tongue, or in Spanish it's lengua, so speaking from the tongue. We're supposed to be raised on telepathy, so again, going back to 
you know, whatever cosmic being me knows that there are, I feel now, again, I'm unlearning every single thing that I've learned growing up and, you know, from teens to early 20s, even my early 30s, to now I've unlearned everything that I've been taught because I no longer believe that it's true. I now believe that there are beings here that are more and far superior and more intelligent than us, and they are coexisting with us to help us along the way. So... I do believe that we have telepathic powers and not, you know, like in the movies where you see people just like moving things with their brains and stuff. But these powers that we have, like intuition and feeling other people's energies, like you can tell like when somebody's behind you or you can just sense when something's not right. Language, I feel, has been an attempt to cut off this connection. Every word we say is a magic spell. So spelling or spell casting has been specifically used to denigrate our divine selves. We are born into this world. Born comes from the English word barren, and today's definition of barren is like non-fruitful or lifeless. Our children are designed by our language, and they're not even ours. Parents are a pair of people who rent. They rent, you rent your kids, really, Because our government, especially our courts, don't treat parents right. Like they don't have control over their own upbringing of their child. Because if you know, they can take your children away. Like how do they have the right to take your children away? So essentially, it seems like you are renting your kids because someone can come in and take them. It's like they are property. And I will get into that later because of birth certificates and all of that. That is why they can take your children from you. They force from a young age through many types of indoctrination and our parents are helping in this process. So if you notice, very few parents spoke about things like mask mandates and stuff in schools because they were just following orders. They were following what the government said, even if they did not agree, which was so crazy. They did not agree with the rules, but those are your own children. But you decide to take orders from someone else who does not really have control of your own children, which is crazy. Again, they are renting, parents are renting children. That's what that word comes from. That's what I feel the word comes from. So of course, you know, stats and statistics are always all over the place, but I came across one that said 60% of our language is from another culture. And not sure how many of you just dish out on spelling bee championships all the time, but whenever I watch them, of course they ask, you know, can you put in a sentence, blah, 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 whatever, but they also ask, what is the origin? And a lot of times they tell you it comes from Greek or French or something like that. And during COVID, when people had a lot of time to do research and sit at home, I, just like many of you, just started to learn a lot. Like, for example, did you know that pharmacy comes from the Greek word and I believe I'm saying it right, pharmakia, which means sorcery, magic, the practice of magic arts, and poison. So now, what does that tell you about where we get our drugs? Makes you think, doesn't it? Pharmakia, pharmacy, pharmacists, people who give you drugs, poison, because I don't believe in taking medicine because of the side effects and all the things that happen when you take these drugs. And with Easter, 
again, I was reading upon Easter, and that Easter was allegedly, supposedly, you know, don't quote me on this, but that it is the English translation of Ishtar, who is the goddess of sexuality, fertility, love, compassion, all of that, which made me think, if it has to do with fertility and sexuality, is that why we have eggs as a symbol for Easter? Because eggs and fertility. And it sounds like Ishtar. So, what do you think? Are you ready for some more? So, there's this thing called maritime law. And maritime law is a body of law that governs nautical issues in private maritime disputes. Or to put it in more simple terms, maritime law deals with legal matters related to our ocean, seas, and any bodies of open water. So, here on land... We actually use a lot of these terms and words that have to do with water. Now, part of me feels like because, well, one, the earth or whatever we call this place that we live on is made of mostly water. And water, I feel, is the strongest, most powerful force on this planet, et cetera, et cetera, which is why I feel that they use a lot of these terms interchangeably, both on land and on sea. So you have things like drowning in debt, cash flow, loan sharks, liquid assets, staying afloat, currency, like money or currency, like currents of water, your head above water, frozen bank account, my house is underwater, there's a breach of contract, are you getting my drift of where this is going? When a ship is in the process of being docked, it is guided to birth, B-E-R-T-H. Before the crew can unload all the cargoes and onto the dock, they have to show us a certificate of manifest. It's a record that has info on the products, registration, the country of origin, the manufacturer, etc. A certificate of manifest is basically, get this, a birth certificate. In short, the manufacturers that created you are your parents. Y'all, they are your parents. Commercial system of words and terms and symbols are used in courts and in government and in corporations. And speaking of corporations, your body is a corporation. America is a corporation. And what is a corporation? It is a business. And when you die, you are a corpse. You again are a business. Hanging out with the wrong person is bad business. Doing everyday tasks is your business. You hanging out and doing what you want to do, you tell people to mind their own business. Words and terms are based again in the maritime law of water. So, just like when you're in court, you're separated from everyone else. Now, I am somebody who has gone to court many times. 99.9% of the time is because of traffic tickets and traffic violations and all that, but I'm used to being in there. So, as you know, when you are waiting your turn, you're on the outside, you're not in the little area where the judge is and where like a few people sit, you, let's say an attorney, whatever. So that gate that separates you is called a floodgate. And when you go through the canal, you have a floodgate 
So when you're sitting out there with a the gen pop, you are in the law of the land. The judge has no control or no jurisdiction over the people that are sitting over there yet until you come inside of the gate. And once you're inside, you are now in hot water because you're in trouble. And someone is going to have to bail you out. And I learned that bail in fishing is the bar that guides the fishing line on a reel. Y'all, are you getting this? Are you seeing what is happening with our words and our language? I am not done. I'm going to continue. Here we go. A wake, as you know, is a gathering held whenever someone is dead. A funeral. We wake up each morning and say, good morning. But mourning is what you do when you're sad for the loss of someone or something. We begin each day reveling in the morning of our divine nature, which has been stripped from us. By calling it a good morning, it's kind of weird. Because again, mourning is associated with sad. And we wake up and use the word wake that has to do with dead. It's like we're waking up from the dead. Because when we are asleep, they say sleep is the cousin of death. Do you understand where I'm going with this? When we go to work, we go work at our occupation. When we occupy something, it can mean being occupied by a military force like in war. And many of our occupations are focused on money and the dog-eat-dog mentality. Everybody's trying to move up, trying to be the best, trying to do outwork everyone else, not me, but you know everyone else. And the dollar bill comes first before the environment or even each other. Because you can see that there are a lot of grimy people at your jobs. They want to get you fired. They want to tattletale. They want to do anything they can to move up. Now, I'm not saying that's everywhere, but, you know, it is a lot of places. So, during the week, we become weaker and weaker until finally it is the weekend and we have become weakened. Do you see where I'm going here? So... Somebody or something who is weakened has no power. And during the weekend, many people turn to drink alcohol. Alcohol comes from the Arabic word alcohol, which means body-eating spirit or booze. Booze like spirits. Spirits, alcohol. Alcohol, spirits. Spirits, booze. Booze like ghosts. They are moving in and out of people's bodies through these portals. Supposedly, whenever you get drunk, you give these entities access to you because you are allowing them to enter you as another spirit. So that's why I stay away from alcohol, because it puts you in a state that, um, you know, I don't really want, not that I've never had a drink before, because I have, but, you know, my younger me, and then now the older me realizes that, I don't get anything out of it. It doesn't taste good. It doesn't make me feel good. And I just prefer not to have alcohol at all. So if any of you ever reach out for me to go get a drink, uh, no, thank you. I don't want to. Now, again, with 60% of our language, again, being of another origin and of another country, of another language, whatever, it's very hard for me to sit here and just talk about every single word and the origin and where it came from. But I just, again, wanted to remind all of you that there is a reason why it's called what it's called. And I think the biggest thing from all of this is 
television. If you break it down, it is tell a vision. So when you watch it, they're trying to get you to believe what they want you to believe. The more they put it in your face, the more that you think it is real. So all they do is lie. So why do you think they called it television? Think about it, y'all. And in Greek mythology, there is a goddess named Media or M-E-D-E-A, either Medea or Media, which she was a sorceress. She used her magical witchcraft on people. So then it made me think, is that where media, M-E-D-I-A, comes from? Because there's a lot of sorcery that goes on with our media, our news, our television, radio, anything that goes out to the public, it's all witchcraft. They're casting spells upon you with the words that they use and the manipulation tactics that they have. So I just wanted to say, y'all, Etymology is something that is very fascinating to me. Again, the origins of words and where they come from and how language changes over time and how we give words different meanings, just again, based on whatever's going on at the moment, because there are a lot of words that were used back in the day, like gay and faggot and bitch. And I'm not, I hate talking like this, but these words used to mean something else, you know, happy, a pile of sticks um, a female dog and now they're used in derogatory terms so if you look at our language and what they are called and what they use today it's completely different than what we think so I urge you to not that you're just going to sit there and just study every single word that you ever say but to be careful and be mindful of the things that you do say throughout the day because you never know that you could be casting a spell on your life And again, remember, there are so many like-minded people out there. Um, Again, if you listened to my last episode, I told you about someone who I came across. His name is Steph. On Twitter, it is at 4141Steph. And he has a blog. Um, It is called the 41stamendment.blog, if you want to look it up, um, where he talks about everything, again, from education to politics to conspiracies to just everything that I talk about as well. So again, if you're at work and you can't really like listen to something, but you want to read upon a a few things, I would encourage you to go to his page. Um, Again, just because this is news, y'all. I try to get news and we try to get news out there that isn't going to make the news. This is news that's not on the news. So again, it is at 4141-STEPH. I would encourage you all to go and read upon his stuff because it's so good. And if you have Twitter, go to my handle as well. It is Jalisa Danielle underscore J-A-L-I-S-A-D-A-N-I-E-L-L-E. And then on Instagram, it is Jalisa underscore Danielle. I really wish I didn't have to put those underscores there, but someone took my name. So I have to, to separate myself from everyone else. But thank you guys so much. And I will see you guys next week.